Okay, we're back. We're in chapter two of Ruth, and Naomi and Ruth are back in the in the land, uh, and Ruth has been gleaning the grain from the field of Boaz, who was a near kinsman to Naomi. In verse 10 of chapter 2, Ruth then fell on her face and bowed herself to the ground and said unto him, Why have I found grace in thine eyes that thou shouldst take knowledge of me, seeing I am a stranger? And Boaz answered and said unto her, It hath fully been showed me all that thou hast done unto thy mother-in-law since the death of thine husband and how thou hast left thy father and thy mother and the land of thy nativity and art come into a people which thou knewest not heretofore. Isn't that interesting? What a perfect picture. What a reputation. (laughs) What we would say is a, a wonderful testimony. By the way, is that our testimony? Do other people know where we stand, how we believe, who we love? And in verse 12, chapter 2, And the Lord recompense thy work. This is Boaz still talking. And a full reward be given thee of the Lord God of Israel, under whose wings thou art come to trust a godly woman, and everybody knew it. Then she said, Let me find favor in thy sight, my Lord, for that thou hast comforted me, for that thou hast spoken friendly unto thine handmaiden, though I be not like unto one of thine handmaidens. She says, I'm a Moabitess, I'm not a Jew. And Boaz said unto her at mealtime, Come thou hither, and eat of the bread, and dip thy morsel in the vinegar. And she sat beside the reapers, and he reached her parched corn, and she did eat, and was sufficed, and left. Almost like the picture of communion in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Boy, Boaz has really taken care of this woman. He really, really has fallen for her. Verse 15, chapter 2. And when she was risen up to glean, and that's what she was doing, she was picking up the, 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 the parcels of grain that, that the reapers are left. And Boaz commanded his young men, saying, Let her glean even among the sheaves and reproach her not. Let her come into the, the stuff that you've already harvested, not the stuff laying on the ground, the good stuff. And let fall also some of the handfuls of purpose. Wow. <laughs> the handfuls of purpose. We're going to purposely leave this woman the top of the top of the of uh, the line of our grain. Some of her handfuls of purpose for her leave them that she may glean them and rebuke her not. Don't mess with this woman. Let her take what she needs. And so she gleaned in the field until even and beat out that she had gleaned and it was about an epa of barley. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good bushel full of grain. And she took it from the sheaves, not from the ground. And she had to beat the sheaves uh, until the good, till the fruit came out. Boy, uh, wasn't Christ beaten? 
before the fruit came out. It's amazing. And, and she took it up and went into the city, and her mother-in-law saw that she had gleaned, and she brought forth and gave to her that she had reserved uh, after she was after she was sufficed. In other words, she, when she'd had plenty and saved it, came back to Naomi. And her mother-in-law said unto her, Where hast thou gleaned today? And where wroughtest thou, or where did you work? Blessed be he that did take knowledge of thee. And she showed her mother-in-law with whom she had wrought and said, the man's name with whom I wrought today is Boaz. Mm. Well, <laughs> Naomi's eyebrows went up and said, well. And Naomi said unto her daughter-in-law, blessed be he of the Lord who hath not left off his kindness to the living and to the dead. And Naomi said unto her, the man is a near kin unto us, one of our next kinsmen. His family. It was our field. Now it's his. <laughs> and Ruth, the Moabitess, said, He said unto me also, Thou shalt keep fast by my young men until they have ended all uh, my harvest. And Naomi said unto Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It is good, my daughter, that thou go out with his maidens that they meet thee not in any other field. You stick with Boaz. And she kept fast by the maidens of Boaz to glean under the end of the barley harvest and of the wheat harvest and dwelt with her mother-in-law. <laughs> then, verse three, uh, chapter 3, verse 1, Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said unto her, My daughter, Shall I not seek rest for thee, that it may be well with thee? In other words, you can't stay with me forever. You can't keep doing this forever. And, and then she says, And now is not Boaz of our kindred, with whose maidens thou wast? Behold, he winnoweth barley tonight in the threshing floor. Wash thyself, therefore, and anoint thee, mm -hmm. and put thy raiment upon thee, and get thee down to the floor. Get cleaned up. Now, what we'd say to our daughters today: uh, Make sure your hair is 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 in good shape. May, you know, have your makeup on, uh, dress dress properly, and uh, before you go out on your date. <laughs> and he says. Um, uh, and it shall be, verse 4, when he lieth down, that is when Boaz lieth down, that thou shalt mark the place where he shall lie, and thou shalt go in and uncover his feet and lay thee down, and he will tell thee what thou shalt do. Was Boaz a well-trusted man? You betcha he was. He was going to do right by Ruth, and Naomi knew it. Mm -hmm. So when he sleeps, he'll have a cover on him. You go in when he sleeps, uncover his feet, and you lay down at his feet. By the way, isn't it interesting? Uh, when the disciples first saw Jesus, uh, after he was resurrected, they came and worshipped him and held him by his feet. Mm -hmm. Boaz? 
you're a type of Christ. And she went down to the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her. And when Moses and when Boaz had eaten and drunk and his heart was merry, it didn't mean he was loaded. It didn't mean he had a, you know, a bag on. He, he, he was just in a good mood. Mm -hmm. And he went to lie down at the end of the heap of the corn. And she came softly and covered his feet and laid her down. She didn't want to wake him up. She was not putting the make on, excuse me, colloquialism, but you understand, she was not, uh, she was not tempting him uh, for sex or anything like that. This was done according to the law of Moses in the book of Numbers and Leviticus. And you can read about these if you have a Bible with cross-references. And it came to pass at midnight that the man was afraid. Well, it didn't mean that he was trembling in fear. It means he was startled. He was surprised. It was a He said the man was afraid and turned himself and behold, a woman lay at his feet. Now it was dark, see? And he said, who art thou? And she answered, I am Ruth, thine handmaid. Spread therefore thy skirt over thine handmaid, for thou art a near kinsman. What? <laughs> what? I want your clothing to be my clothing. I want you to be my provider. And um, and he said, okay, she said that. And then verse 10, and he said, Blessed be thou, the Lord, my daughter, for thou hast showed more kindness in the latter end than at the beginning, inasmuch as thou followedest not young men, whether poor or rich. You didn't care for other men, whether they were poor or rich. You're not marrying anybody for their money. It's amazing. And now, my daughter, fear not. I will do to thee all that thou requirest. For all the city of my people doth know that thou art a virtuous woman. Amazing, isn't it? What a wonderful story this is. Now listen to this. Uh, this is a, there's a plot twist here. Oh, yeah. Um, he said, and now it is true that I am thy near kinsman. Now, there is a law about the kinsman redeemer. The nearest kinsman, if you had lost your land, was able to redeem it for you. That's right. It's the same way with a Levite marriage. Mm -hmm. Okay. He said, now it's true. I am, a, I am thy near kinsman. Howbeit there is a kinsman nearer than I. Now look at the honesty, the integrity, and the character of this man Boaz. Yeah. And he says, Terry, this night, and it shall be in the morning that, that if he will perform unto thee the part of a kinsman, well, let him do the kinsman's part. Now, he's taking a risk here, isn't he? Yes, he, he is. wants Ruth. Let him, let him do the kinsman's part. Let him buy you. But if he will not do the part of a kinsman to thee, then will I do the part of a kinsman to thee 
as the Lord liveth, I'm going to do that. He swore unto the Lord, I am going to take this woman if it comes up to me. And then he told her, lie down until the morning. Didn't tell her to go home. Didn't tell her to get out of here. He said, you just stay here until the morning. And so there was nothing untoward that happened. And she lay at his feet until the morning. And she rose up before one could know another. You know what that means. There was no, there was no uh, uh, sexual activity at all. And he said, let it not be known that a woman came into the floor. He said, I want your reputation to be spotless. Even if I can't have you, I want it to be well with you. By the way, isn't that what the Lord Jesus did? He became a ransom, a redeemer for all. Whether he could have them all or not. That's right. Unbeliever, if you're listening, God wants you. Amen. He's not going to force you, but he wants you. He's going to pay the price, and he did. Let's continue the story. And also he, that's Boaz, said, Bring the veil that thou hast upon thee and hold it. And when she held it, he measured six measures of barley and laid it on her, and she went into the city. You don't have to glean anymore. <laughs> and when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, Who art thou, my daughter? And she told her all that the man had done to her. She wasn't holding anything back. Everything was done earnestly and honestly and with integrity and, and uh, purity. And she said, that is Naomi, these six measures of barley, or no, Bo, um, Ruth said to Naomi, these six measures of barley gave he me. For he said unto me, go not empty unto thy mother-in-law. Then said she, sit still, my daughter, until thou know how the matter will fall. This is Naomi speaking to Ruth. Naomi telling Ruth this, hang in there. Yeah. Don't do anything rash. And here's why she said that. For the man will not be in rest until he has finished, until he has finished the thing this day. this day. And what was it that Jesus cried from the cross? It is finished. Can you begin to see now how Boaz is a type of Christ? It's wonderful. And then we'll, and then we'll talk a little bit later uh, as we get into the end, towards the end of the story, what Ruth is a type of. Oh, boy. And you already know that, I think. <laughs> now, I don't know that I'm going to finish this today. Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> we, we, you know, we've, we've read through three chapters and discussed very, very briefly, but thoroughly, the content of those three chapters. But chapter number four. Whoa. Whoa. 
Yeah, this one, yeah, this, this this is going to take some more time. So, I think it might. <laughs> so, folks, this is not a teaser. I'm just telling you, uh, this is going to be tough to get in on the hour that we have on Saturday. So you'll have to turn in Tuesday and, and yeah, get that pod, podcast. Yeah, I think so. All right, please do. Please do. Then went Boaz up to the gate. Now, the gate was the place um, before there was a king. The gate was the place where... Uh, all the legal matters were settled That's right. in Israel. This is where government was performed. That's exactly right. And then all of the legal matters, and this is where documents were signed and, yeah. and made sure. And, and, and this is where witnesses were called uh, uh, to uh, adjudicate you uh, any problems or uh, anything. Oh, and this is the beginning of chapter four, by the way. Yeah, chapter four. Uh, then Boaz went up to the gate and sat him down there. And behold, the kinsman of whom Boaz spake came by. Now, this is the kinsman. The nearer kinsman. The nearer kinsman yeah. came by. And, and uh, he didn't just happen there, folks. <laughs> I believe he was summoned there. Yep. Unto whom he said, Ho, such an one, turn aside, sit down here. And he turned aside and sat down. We're going to have a serious talk here, yeah. Mr. Kinsman. Yeah, we're going to have a serious talk. I need to to have you tell me something one way or the other. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to let you go until we take care of this matter. And he took 10 men of the elders of the city and said, sit ye down here. And they sat down. Boaz, Boaz sure had some clout, didn't he? In 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 Bethlehem, he really did. And he said, because he got ten, uh, ten elders, and he said, uh, "You sit you down here." And they did. And he said unto the kinsman, "Now, isn't this interesting? This is the, this is the trial. This is the trial period." And he said unto the kinsman, "Naomi, that is come again out of the country of Moab." selleth a parcel of land, which was our brother Elimelech's. We told you that in the beginning. You're just now hearing about it. And it was this kinsman that had bought Elimelech's land. Mm -hmm. And I thought to advertise thee. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, television can't give you stories better than this one. No. All right. <laughs> this is great. And he said, I thought to advertise thee, saying, buy it, there, buy it before the inhabitants and before the elders of my people. He said, now this thing needs to have witnesses. And the jury is here. And I want you to buy Elimelech's field and all that belonged to Elimelech. That would include Naomi and who? Ruth. That's right. And that's who he had in mind. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm going to spill the beans before our next podcast. Ruth is a type of the church. That's right. And you're beginning to see this now. This is why Christ came to pay the price for his bride, which was the church of Jesus Christ, which we'll see in the Gospel of John. He said, I thought I felt the ad I wanted to advertise thee. Buy it before the inhabitants. 
do this publicly. And before the elders of my people, if thou redeem it, redeem it. Don't you like that language? If you're going to do it, do, do it. it. But then if you're he not going to do it. Yeah, but it, <laughs> Boaz is getting, it's bold. Uh, Christ was very bold too. And he said, but if thou wilt not redeem it, then tell me. And that I may know. I want to be sure about this. I don't want any questions about this afterwards. For there is none to redeem it besides thee. And I am after thee. And he said, I will redeem it. Wait a minute. That was the nearer kinsman. That said, the nearer I will kin. redeem it. He I'll, said, I'll, I'll redeem I'll it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah. You've got my word on it. Uh-oh. Be careful. Be careful. Don't lie in front of the elders. Well, this is how upfront Boaz was. Again, he then said to the nearer kinsman who agreed to redeem the land, he said, hey, uh, in, in verse 5, he said, then said Boaz, what day thou buyest the field of the hand of Naomi, thou must buy it also of Ruth the Moabitess, the wife of the dead, to raise up the name of the dead upon his inheritance. Oh, oh. Okay, so it's a package deal, brother. Yeah, and the near kinsman said, I never considered that. That's right. Oh, I forgot. She's a Moabitess. Holy mackerel. I don't want to do anything that will mar my own inheritance, which is what he's going to say here in the next verse. He said, and the kinsman said, I cannot redeem it for myself. Mm. I can't do that. Mm. lest I mar mine own inheritance. She's a Moabitess. Yeah. I can't do that. Can't do it. That's against the law. Yeah, the, the bloodline will never clean up until 10 generations from yeah. now. And where will I be at that time? Mm. No, no, no. Then he says this to Boaz. And 